Welcome to Nerds, Geeks in the Kitchen Sink. It's the podcast that, uh, that is like hanging out at the video store, and it's still the hardest. I made the introduction shorter and easier, so it would be so simple. And I just, I every single time I have to really think, what the hell am I talking about? What is this? We'll find the way. We'll find the way. But today, I have an extremely special guest. Uh, let me back up. The guest is great, but I got to back up. <laughs> Chris is not here. Uh, due to a last minute change, he was not able to make it. So it's just going to be me and our great guest. And so I'll tell you about the guest now. Uh, have you ever heard of a podcast called Five Day Rentals? Well, you should have. And if you haven't, we have Bones from Five Day Rentals. Hey, how are you, man? Hey, I'm super glad to see you. I'm super happy to be doing this. I've had a hell of a morning. Um, I say that like something terrible has happened. Nothing terrible has happened. Just annoyances have happened this morning. Okay. The main thing is, I woke up and I said, you know what sounds great? It's early. I could really go for some Sunday morning donuts. Doesn't that sound nice? We have this local place that's got excellent donuts. They're all, they're fresh, they're delicious. Love them. Best place in town. And they got these nice drinks. Just such good stuff, right? So I think, you know what? I'm going to go. I have just enough time before this podcast. I can, I can go get my donuts, get my drink, enjoy everything, and it will be great. There's just enough time. I get there. I order. I have forgotten my wallet. So I get to the, to the window, and I'm like, would it be possible for me to pay with a credit card or debit card over, over the phone with my wife and read you the numbers? And the lady's like, yeah, that's no problem. We can do that. So I go through the trouble of calling my wife. The Bluetooth keeps connecting to my car. I don't want that. I want it on the handset. Mm-hmm. It's, it's annoying. And then uh, I get to the window and I'm whatever. The lady's waiting. And then the door, the, the window closes on me. And I'm still waiting. And then the, the window opens again and it's another lady. Different person. And she says, I'll need to see your card. And I said, well, I just asked the other person. And they said, this would be fine. And they're like, well, I'm the manager and I'm telling you, you cannot do this. And it was like she was arguing with me, but I was like, I was just trying to tell you that I was told this is okay. That's why my dumbass is standing here on my phone. Right. That's the reason. I didn't come here to argue with you about this. If it wasn't good, I would have just gone home and come right back. Mm -hmm. But she wanted to fight about it for some reason. Anyway, there's more. But why am I telling you this? Why? Let's talk about something fun. I love hearing this type of stuff. What are we doing? Yeah. Uh, well, have you had any recent uh, coffee and donut shop troubles? Uh, Customer service issues in general? No, I think that's sort of one great thing about still being a proponent of the mask inside any place. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I think when you still wear the mask, it's get in, get out. So if no anything, one cared who you were before yeah. you wore the mask. True. Uh, I will say I went to uh, one of those big box uh, construction stores because apparently you're not supposed to name them. You're mm. just supposed to say big box construction store. We don't want to send them any business. Yeah. Whenever you watch like a YouTube, you know, creator, they always say that. Um, yeah. It's been, what, two years now. I finally got the coming out of the exit and there was a table with two women doing like a fundraiser thing. Yeah. Uh, they were doing it for D.A.R.E. And I couldn't help but say, like, that's still a thing. Because <laughs> I yes. kind of want to admit that, uh, you know, 
I'm, I'm standing here as a failure of said program. But I guess it's a, uh, I guess they sort of highlight depression and, um, you know, suicidal thoughts stuff now, oh, sure. I guess. Okay. So it's like, that's nice, but I, I haven't the time. So I guess that's starting to come back now. Well, maybe we'll get Girl Scout cookies and churches outside of I was, stores. I yet. was offered Girl Scout cookies recently. Okay. Yes. The, recently, we had to go to a big box store unnamed. And uh, yeah, was offered Girl Scout cookies. Yes, I did not. I should have bought some, but I did not. Yeah. Sorry, ladies. I love your cookies. Yeah, I do. And from what Thin I can men? tell, they seem to be like a decent, like a decent, uh, like pretty progressive program. I, I haven't heard anything crazy like other big box child programs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a this is a show about other stuff okay <laughs> so maybe we should talk about <laughs> have you seen any films uh well first of all right off the bat do you want to tell people just just a little bit about your show sure i'd love to uh five day rentals we you know like the million other people that started a podcast during the pandemic um we we were sort of meeting anyway talking about movies me and my two friends uh it was cron and went uh laundry dan um we thought what the hell let's just try it let's see if we can record um, came up with this premise. It's relatively simple. One of us picks a category. Then we pick three movies that we think sort of meets that without being sort of dead on. We don't do just like action or comedy. Um, we'll do something like uh, right now we're getting ready to start the big three, but not the three you want, which means you can pick a Stallone in action or a Schwarzenegger or a Willis, but it can't be any of their franchise ones. Okay. So uh, we have Cliffhanger coming up. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so we do that. I would say 80% of the show is us talking about how we're not talking about the movie. Um, a good 10 minutes of cliffhanger is us trying to work out the physics of how to get over a rope bridge if we were all human centipeded. Oh, um, yeah. so There's a little bit of that kind of stuff. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's fun. We we have special guests every once in a while. Brian De Palma shows up all the time. Paul yep. Verhoeven will pop up. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. There's a lot of podcasts out there, so we appreciate anybody that can listen to it. So. It's a fun show. Yeah, it, it, it does start with some, uh, I guess, sketches. They're not sketches, though, right? They're just real audio from a video store. Yes, absolutely. Right? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I haven't been deceived in any way. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> okay. it, it is absolutely the worst video store on the planet to go to, <laughs> but somehow the best. Yep, yep. Uh, we only recently lost our final video store, and it's, it was very sad. We had a family video that was hanging on. Uh, only it only closed, I want to say a year or two ago. It hung on for so long. That was the same way and, in Maplewood. Yeah, and the, and the, the building still stands with this family video sign, and it's still all lit up. It just says like you know for lease, you know, right. <laughs> and there's no one there. But it's it's as if it's still there functioning. It's still lit up and looks exactly like a family video. It's kind of sad. Every time I drive by there, I get bummed out. Yeah, it ours is now a title boxing gym. But it's kind of cool. It does seem weird. I was like, I can't join that gym ever, though. I can't go in there and try to work out and think about, like, this is where the the classic $1 section was, you know? This or, was the adult section at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I did work at a video store. Same. So I know, the, I know the ins and outs of how strange it can be mm-hmm. to, to work at a video store. So, uh, yeah, I, I do get the vibe that 
a lot of your improv and stuff comes from real life things. I could be wrong, but every so often you hear something, I'm like, that might be too real. There's a balance of that. We've, we try to incorporate it. We do try to pepper in like what we sort of will talk about that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, a little inside baseball. We usually try to record it afterwards for the sake of right. like, what can we kind of build into that? Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. And then I will tell you, uh, Sam Elliott shows up in one of our most recent episodes, not understanding oh. how video stores work, particularly <laughs> one section of them. So we try to like be relevant, but you know, you can't, you know, we're not, um, a, you know, entertainment weekly podcast where we can record and have a team to have it out the next day. So we're sometimes behind. Right. So Sure. Sure. I got it. It's a great show. I recommend it for sure. People Thank should you. Check it out. Leave reviews, rate it, do your thing. Come on guys. Yeah. It's worth it. It's a good time. Have you seen any good movies lately? Anything new, anything old? Um, any good movies? I I don't want to give anything away. Um, oh, okay. I for the podcast, I usually end up watching quite a few movies because I want to be pretty particular with the pick. I will mm-hmm. tell you uh, to call back to some of your previous episodes. I did. I finished Reacher. Oh, in like right. okay. Chris was loving two or three Reacher, days. Yeah. I loved Reacher. Um, I've read a few of the books. I loved the original Tom Cruise movie. Um, I think that's absolutely something we'll cover on our show. Cool. I'm fine with it. The, the sequel sort of drops. Um, I did watch uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife finally this I weekend. I haven't seen it yet. I still haven't seen it. Have you Have you had it ruined for you at all? Oh, yeah. Everything. Oh, I think, I, it, honestly, it, I think I've had everything It ruined. was such a bummer to know a few things because it would have been awesome. But I, yeah. I, I really did like it. Um, yeah. I think it's fan service done right. Okay, Chris said the exact phrase. I think. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we I, we must be in agreement on that. I haven't seen it personally. I'm sure I'll think it's fine. I'm sure I, I'm not. I love Ghostbusters. I grew up watching Ghostbusters, but it's not one of those like sacred movies to me for whatever reason. It just isn't. So like when they did Lady Ghostbusters, I was like, okay, fine. Like this is fine. I, I don't think it's the best movie of all time. Mm-hmm. It's not the best in the franchise either. But I think it's fine. It whatever. It's a dumb comedy when there's some ghosts in it. I'm. You know, but that's kind of how I feel about the original Ghostbusters. I, I don't sort of worship that one. There's other movies that I do, but just right. for whatever reason, Ghostbusters, I, I'm, I loved it, but I never like really watched the cartoon. I didn't really ever read the comics, none of that other stuff. I was just kind of like, yeah, that's a, that's a thing. Yeah, I'm not the biggest Bill Murray fan. I don't know if that's sacrilege, but it just isn't my dude. I get it. Are you? Do you have like, are you more of a Chevy guy or do you just not, not even like drop into I, that? Like, I know that a lot of people are like Chevy Chase or Bill Murray, yeah, but yeah, no, I don't really have a preference either. Okay. I don't have a preference on either one. Uh, no, I just, I would just as soon watch memoirs of an invisible man or Ghostbusters. Right. That's just how I feel. I, they're both fine to me. They're fine. Do you have a comedy guy like that though? Do you have somebody that can do no wrong? Matt Berry recently. Okay. I mean, can he? I don't think he can do any wrong. Um, I mean, I was I grew up with Python. If we're talking about comedy, it's it's Leslie Nielsen. Okay. There's no better, is there? I, I not to do what he did. I don't think there exactly. was any better. He has a specific thing, of mm-hmm. course. But does anyone do it 
as good as him. Has anyone made you laugh more than Liz Nielsen? I don't think for me. N- not in movies. I think Bill's still my guy. As in Do you terms think so? Of, yeah, I think Bill. So I'm talking some heavy shit right now because you're a big Bill Murray fan. Oh no, but I'm I am also uh, in the camp of can totally see why you would think he's an asshole or or yeah. not dig him. It's like not even like I'm not like oh he's such a it's not I just I never had any feelings either way. Mm-hmm. That's just all it is. I don't he never personally deeply offended me for any reason. It's not like oh he's creepy. I mean sure whatever, but no it's just that it just never. Yeah. Was my kind of comedy, I guess. Something just totally clicks with him where he could be phoning it in and I'm he he's at ten percent and I'm totally on board. Sure. Um I will tell you, uh I we just watched Thunderbolt and Lightfoot oh, yeah. for the show, which yeah. has George Kennedy. And I, it really makes George you Kennedy appreciate is. like I wonder how much Leslie was able to amp because he had Kennedy there. You're not kidding. Yeah. You are not kidding. I you're you're probably right about that. I recently watched that. This is, might be a stretch. Did you watch the HBO show Outsider? No. The Stephen King one? Okay. No. There's a character who is a lawyer who I thought for two seconds, I'm like, is, could that somehow be George Kennedy? No, he's long dead, right? Right. Uh, this this guy reminded me of him so much and, and it immediately made everything he said funny. <laughs> he he was like a funny character in the show. Not, not specifically. He wasn't there only for comedy, but because he had some very serious things to do, but Everything he said had this twinge of, like, twinkle a little bit in the eye. Like, George, that's George Kent. It, just like him. So I know what you mean about that. He is... Have you seen Nightmare at Noon? No. I think he's in that. Okay. He's in one of those Wings Hauser movies. Hang on. I got to look this up now. Outsider, that was that was just a miniseries. That have um, Bateman? It was Bateman. He okay. also directed at least a few of them. And then I think I get that confused with the one that uh, we'll be talking about him later. John Turturro is in. There was that yeah. other six-part series that they did, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I forget what that was called. Right. But yeah. Uh, yes. Nightmare at Noon was the one. I was not wrong. Okay. It's got Bo Hopkins and George Kennedy and Wings Hauser. Okay. <laughs> if you haven't seen Nightmare at okay, Noon. Okay. I'll check it out. This is your recommendation. Yeah. Yes. It's he fantastic. was some of my favorite. I couldn't believe how funny Thunderbolt and Lightfoot was. Yeah, like for a Clint movie. So, I haven't seen it in years, but I I do love it. I remember loving that one. Right on. What have you seen? I have some embarrassing. Uh, I filled in some gaps. Okay. Things I haven't seen that I should have seen a long time ago. Uh, I almost don't want to admit that I hadn't seen Blade Runner twenty forty nine yet. Oh, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't seen it yet, and I I'm upset because it was excellent. Yeah. And I wish I'd seen it in the theater. It was, I've been thinking about it like nonstop. I loved it. It blew my mind. I totally see why he got Dune. And people say that they like 2049 more than the original. I can get behind that. I'm, I'm not going to say that I agree for sure. Yeah. But I could hear that argument for sure. Right. I think that kind so. of ties in with what we'll talk about today later on too. Mm-hmm. Like that you you can have both. You can appreciate both. But um, somebody I was reading somebody's comment about Taxi Driver today about how they watched Taxi Driver and never got it and then somebody commented below like that's because you've seen so many iterations of Taxi Driver since yeah and I think that might be my problem with Blade Runner is I had it was always there I was always aware of it I never had seen it 
front to back. Yeah. And then not to mention how which cut did I see? Because <laughs> yeah. like the third or fourth time, I didn't wasn't aware. And then Harrison Ford starts talking, and you're like, "Whoa, you're like, this, hold on. what is this?" Yeah, and he sounds well. Anyway, we don't need to go into it. Yeah, <laughs> we don't. Uh, need a Harrison Ford ten percent is not a Bill Murray ten percent. No, um, no. But forty nine, I watched it. I loved it. And then uh, when I unfortunately caught the COVID, and was just watching whatever with a laptop on my chest. Yep. Uh, 2049 came on and that um, uh, immediately clicked for me. It's like, okay, this is, he somehow got the tone across much better. And like you said, it, you could see that in Dune. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just, I, I miss this sort of, uh, the strangeness of sci-fi when it, when it can be very weird and mysterious and not just like laser guns and spaceships. Like I like when there's some strange, when there's an element of mystery, when there's an element of maybe mystical something else going on, we don't know. What is it? Is it science? Is it magic? Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's the difference? Uh, yeah, I love that. So, it, yeah, that dude knows what he's doing. I love that. I also watched Mad Max Fury Road. And yes, for the first time. Wow. I don't. I didn't want to admit that either. And I loved it. It was so much fun. That's not one I'll really knock you on. I appreciate yeah. it. It's a great theater experience. But I couldn't, that was one that just like, okay, it's good. I, but I didn't understand yeah. the love for it that year. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do kind of agree. Like there was some stuff I'm like, this is really happening in this movie that I've heard is like so acclaimed. Mm-hmm. There were some, uh, yeah, I definitely liked Blade Runner more. But I'm, I'm just so, I didn't want to even admit that I hadn't seen Mad Max yet. Right. Because I know there's like a crowd that will just destroy me for that. But I liked it. I grew up watching the originals, you know, my dad loved them. Just one of those things. There's a lot of stuff, man. There's a lot of stuff out there. Yep. Meanwhile, I've seen every Charles Bronson movie ever. Same. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, what? Why? He sucks. That's wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> those people are wrong. Yeah. I pay for what? Six or seven different like streaming services. And the first one I'll open up every day is Tubi. Like yep. what trash B movie Bronson. Yeah. Am I going to watch today? Yeah. <laughs> yep i could just do bronson talk forever yep. for the whole thing for the next two hours if you want i was thinking about this last night actually like it tw- 12 years ago i would have been all about the oscar contenders i would have been trying to knock out and going and watching them and all of that i'm like no i don't care yeah. i want to know when is like dead heat gonna be on ebay <laughs> because i don't want to pay full price for that blu-ray but i want to i want a copy of dead heat you know yeah yeah <laughs> I could care less about Power of the Dog. I'm sorry. Yep. But. I get it. I get it. I'm not big on Oscars or what's getting awards or whatever. I mean, sure, if there's something great yeah. and it's my thing, I'll check it out. But I'm not, I'm not going to watch it just because it was nominated. Right. If I wasn't interested to begin with, that's it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's Dune, right? Like, I just want, if if Dune were to sweep, then that would be like, okay, maybe I'll check out next year. Maybe you've learned your yeah, lesson, but maybe. I don't think yeah. these people have died off yet, sadly. So No, no. Dune was so... And it's funny because I was so lukewarm on Dune to begin with. I was some stuff I really praised it for and loved it for. And then I watched it a couple more times. And now I'm... The problem is I'm a huge Dune head. I'm a big okay. fan. It's like one of the first books I ever read, like adult books. I think I read it in like fifth grade or something. Uh, I just... 
and it, right around that same time, the miniseries, the uh, well, it was a little after the uh, sci-fi series, sci-fi, yeah. the sci-fi series. I taped it on TV across multiple videotapes, and I cherished it. I I watched it so many times. Amazing. Yeah. So I even defend that miniseries, even though it doesn't look great. Maybe all the, the acting is amazing. I still love it. It's so faithful. It's super faithful to the book. More than The Lynch, which I also love The Lynch. And that's another thing. We can kind of tie that in with the Batman discussion, I think. Yeah. Because Lynch is a certain kind of adaptation where maybe similar to The Shining, some changes were made that possibly improve it. Right. In my opinion. Some interpretations were sort of took the place of being dead on with the writing. What if we sort of did this instead and made this happen and whatever? Right. I think you can sort of argue that for Batman. Um, I don't know if you'd agree with that, but some changes were made that I think in the long run make sense. And I'm not going to be upset about it. It's This is one version of it. Yeah. How many Batmans we got? I didn't mean to get to Batman so soon. That's fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so there's that. Did you? Are you a mystery science theater guy? Yes, I'm not huge, but uh, I've probably actually watched uh, an equal amount of what's the new thing that they that they do like riff tracks. Riff tracks, yeah, yeah. But I'm a big fan of riff tracks as well. Mm-hmm. I love I love both of those. Big fan. I did enjoy um, the new like the re the rebranded with Jonah. I did. Yeah, I did enjoy. I think those. Jonah's great. Yeah, and I love the story of him getting that. Mm-hmm. It's so it's oh, I love it. It's heartwarming. They should be coming out soon, right? They did a big. It came out Friday. Okay. Yep. The first one came out Friday. I haven't been able to watch it yet. I do have it. I just haven't checked it out yet. Right. But And also, Rift Tracks just started their new Kickstarter for this year, which is for... What is it? Oh, Swamp Thing. Okay. So if you want to see them do... It's like Swamp Thing 2, I think. All right. In theaters, uh, that would be a lot of fun. So I hope to... I mean, they've already got funded, so that's happening. Right. So if you want to see Swamp Thing with some Rift Tracks... We, uh, be, I was good time. talking to my co-host Kron from the show, uh, one week and I was saying like, yeah, dude, I've just fallen asleep to riff tracks every night. And he said, oh, I went to one of those cause he's in Nashville. Yeah. And I said, which one? And I told, he told me which one. So I, boot- the one you just watched. Well, one of them. So I booted it back up and he's literally the, the guy dead center when they pan in over the audience. And I was Incredible. like, I was like, holy shit, there you are. Like I didn't even That's have to amazing. try to dig through like. It's him and his wife sitting right there getting ready so for the show. Good. So that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They do them live like simulcast. And so you can go to any local theater, you know, pretty much and, yeah. and get those. So I've done a bunch of those. We love those. I love the shorts. I think those are, I, if they just did more of those, like the, you know, the 60s, 70s, like bad infomercial or like oh, educational yeah. ones, those are so my favorite. They have done, at this point, they've done hundreds of yeah. those. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can just keep, go on to YouTube and there's coming. a bunch of free ones. Keep them yeah, keep, and they and they do. I okay. love that they do that too. Um, there's some fantastic classic ones that get referenced every day in my house. All right, every single day. <laughs> so yeah, we're a big fan of those. Um, I didn't. I figured that would spark something else, but I, I think there was something I was going to ask you about. Oh, what I'm sorry. It? You asked no, 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 if no. I'm an M- MST three hundred or three thousand. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know where that was going. Okay. It doesn't matter. We'll cut all this out. This we'll start here. All right. <laughs> this is the now. This is the beginning. <laughs> That's a good twenty-four minute warm up. 
Yeah. yeah. Right? I think my voice is ready. Mm-hmm. We're good. You got a Let's good podcasting now. voice, by the way. Oh, I don't know if you've been to- what? told that. Oh, a very su- very nice, very nice oh. voice. <laughs> That's fine. I listened you. to your episode. Was it the Asylum? I was unfamiliar oh, with yes. that. Yeah, I saw that you posted that. So I listened to a few minutes of that. And I was like, man, these, this is like a red velvet cake here between you two. It was good. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's delightful. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, was that the um, the exorcism one? Yes. That yeah. was a horrible movie. That was. Do you watch any of those asylum movies? At no, all? but I when I worked at the video store I worked at, I, I remember those starting to come out. I also remember like the yeah. those Master of Horror ones that also came. So mm-hmm. it's a good premise show. The bummer is like you I've got with Gorley and Rust, Action Boys, my own show. Yep. Like you get into a thing where you're like, all right, I have four slots for the week. Yeah. So. Exactly right. The show, let alone watching the movie for the show, if you do that. Mm-hmm. I have found myself more and more just not watching the movies. I just listen to the shows. Yeah. Which I used to think was weird, but now it's like, yeah, if if I like the conversation enough mm-hmm. if they sell me on the movie then i'll go seek it out but otherwise you know i just heard it and that was it i didn't waste the time on the movie yeah i my bummer with that is that never being able to catch up like if it's four episodes later and they reference something oh, action yeah. boys does that a lot um, with gorley and rust will reference it you know especially when they're talking about a category right um yeah and then on our show, like because we vote, like we have a big list, we tally everything gets a rating. Like yeah, I see, would... you said the show was simple, but that is not. Yeah, there I'm was. Sure. I listened I'm... to one. You guys were like re, you were like revisiting ratings and like moving things on the on the rating. Yeah. Every, so every tenth episode to give us ourselves yeah. a break, we'll do a rewind. Yeah, that that was it. Yeah, and we go back and we have this complicated game. It's a <clears throat> it's a tiered podcast. You can listen. And ignore all of these things. Yeah. Um, but those rewinds, we get the opportunity to maybe sort of correct ratings, you know, maybe something tied, or yeah. you realize, like, wow, this movie's way too low. Um, and Batman? Yes. I was trying to correct somebody's mistake on Batman Forever, <laughs> and now I'm getting flagged for having given Batman Forever a 5.5 out of 5. It's not the case. <laughs> I stand tall well, I with my 4.5. Was, but. It was actually really fun to listen to because the discussion and the serious consideration that was given to this meaningless number system was, it was funny on its own. Just the premise was funny, but also like, I liked your arguments about why. And it was really interesting to listen to. Right. So, you know, I, I suggest people don't skip those if you do listen to the show. Well, I, thank you. I, I had a good time. Yeah. It might be a good one to start with It also. Like if you want to come in or if you want to skip an entire category, at least sort of check that one. So Right. Yeah. No, I, I enjoyed it. I've enjoyed every episode that I've listened okay. to. Okay. Thank you. So again, I, I'm not trying to like sell it too hard, but it's if, if you like movies, another great thing about your show is the variation of films that you do. It's not just because I have so many just straight up horror podcasts or just you know, um, blockbuster type things or action movies. Yeah. But it's so cool that you guys can do whatever you want. And it's like, you don't have to apologize. You just go, okay, next week the movie's this. This is the category. Yeah. That's awesome. I wish I was brave enough to do something like that. <laughs> I think we did like two horrors in a row and I got nervous. I was like, oh, <laughs> we're going to get stamped. So like we've, we've got to switch this up. Yeah. So 
I'm never afraid to pull like an MXP out. Kron's never afraid to pull like, you know, Gone with the Pope. And Dan's pre- Dan's pretty <laughs> recently, good. Yeah. Yes, recently. And Dan's pretty good about finding something that, you know, got missed maybe in the last two years. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't have watched Unhinged or um, Old Henry the blue- without what about the Blu-ray of Demons 2. Yes, the guy's obsessed now. It's become his. <laughs> I see it on. I love that he's story. got the poster. He, he's framed, but hasn't hung it yet. So every record is sitting behind him. His mother or grandmother gave it to him. Yes. So is that what the story was? Yeah. Before he was able to even watch the 4K <laughs> yes. Blu-ray, his grandmother gave it to him. It's so funny that his grandma gave him demons too. Yes. Uh Well, that's funny. At Christmas time. My family always asks, what do you want? What do you want? And I'm always like, I don't, I don't need anything. Don't make me, don't make me do this. And they're like, no, no, no. You have to give us a list. So we'll go on Amazon and just search like all, any movie I watched in the year, you know, mm-hmm. anything I'm thinking about, any of those uh, Screen Factories or Severin movies, whatever I can get a hold yeah. of. Uh, and so it is funny that I also do receive similar movies from my mother-in-law <laughs> like thanks for the evil dead box set mother-in-law it's pretty good stuff well you talked about um growing up on dune my mom was a huge dune fan she's That's so cool she's the one who got me into bond i wasn't as much into dune early on and she shares your opinion about the miniseries she was like she loved the movie she loved the books yeah. the miniseries she's like they finally got it right yep um so she was it was an interesting conversation when we finally got to talk about Dune and her immediate thing was like, well, they got to do this now. They got to do this. They got to do this. And I'm like, stop, yep. stop. Quit ruining it for me because I want to <laughs> go in without it. So, but it usually yep. makes gift giving easier because it's like, well, here's a James Bond print. Here's the Dune reissue, blah, blah, blah. So, wow. Just get doubles of whatever you're getting for your mom and send the other one to me. Okay. Because we like the same stuff. Okay. <laughs> I love Bond. I'm a big Bond fan. Okay. Uh, it's a problem, my bond problem. But anyway, uh, that is awesome. That's so cool. I, my mom, she also did introduce me to things like probably stuff I shouldn't have at the age. Like uh, we watched Silence of the Lambs when I was, I don't know, nine or something like that. But she loves those types of movies. Okay. She she was a big you know a big fan of those. Um, so I got to watch all those kind of weird serial killer that those, those weird nineties, uh, like the along came with spiders and the, those Alex cross movies. Okay. I was trying to think of his name. Yeah. Alex cross. Yeah. Or Ashley Judd movies. movies. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I have a weird soft spot for those because mom, she would be like, well, I don't know if, okay, whatever. Just sit down and watch. Just, you know, don't, Mm -hmm. (laughs) don't repeat any of that stuff. Um, she loved those. She also loved, uh, well, she still loves horror, but specific ones. And every so often I know there's a good one and she'll, she'll watch it. And my dad's terrified. He doesn't do, he doesn't do horror. I recommended them Stranger Things. I thought they'd think it's fun. And my dad's like, that was too scary. I will wow. never watch another episode wow. of Stranger Things. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Well, let's just get into it. Let's do Batman. Um Obviously, for listeners, we will be spoiling it. This is a spoiler-filled discussion. Mm-hmm. So your your warning is now. If you haven't seen it yet, pause this, go see it, and then come back to us. Mm-hmm. In three and a half so, hours. Yes. 
maybe another half hour depending on traffic. That's true. Uh, what are your overall thoughts? Um, I loved it. I, I, I think it. Uh, the more we saturate the market with Batman, the harder it will be to make a hit, to make a good Batman that's going to stand out. And I think it's good that the reception of this is immediately like there's this argument of better than Dark Knight or just as good as Dark Knight. I think that means that it's it's hitting. Yeah, um, I loved it on the first watch. Second watch just sort of solidified it. Any sort of doubt of any particular detail. It sort of, um, you know, I was able to wash over it or it, it made it even clearer. I'll tell you that okay. when we get into it, there were two things that on the first watch got a little diluted and I realized it was because I was in my head. I was trying to think like, mm-hmm. oh, are they doing this character? Are they sneaking this in? I see. Um, was it the was it the kid? No, it was the um, okay. the main one was the Riddler's last video about explaining Martha being an Arkham and all of that. Why did you say that name? <laughs> Oh yeah, we don't. I don't talk about that one though. God damn! If we're gonna, <laughs> we don't I hope to, we don't have to. We rank do not these. have yeah. to talk okay. about that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the because the her being in Arkham and that, you know, mom shot dad, and she was in and out thing, and then they flash hush on the screen, and I'm like, oh wait a minute, oh, oh wait 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 wait, yeah, and because there was already some speculation because of Riddler's look that it was more hush than, you know, original Riddler. Right. So I totally missed that whole, I was like, wait, who killed what? Like, it took me a minute to realize then by the time he got to speaking to Alfred and he sort of cleared everything up and we're like, oh, okay, okay, I got you. Yeah. That Alfred scene was necessary. And I love the, I, okay, first of all, yes. I think he's a really good Alfred. He, he, he can be really, tender when he needs to be. Mm-hmm. I really like Andy Serkis. It's it's a bummer to me that he's in some stuff that I just don't care about. He spends so much time on stuff I don't care about. Yeah. Like, I'm just not into the Planet of the Apes. I liked the originals when I was a kid. I don't know. It's another one of those where I just, it's fine. I'll watch them all once. Mm-hmm. But I don't celebrate those movies, really. I wish he would do more things I love. Have you seen the movie The Cottage? I haven't. It's an Andy Serkis movie where he him and his brother kidnap someone. It's a black comedy. Okay. And something horrible goes wrong. They're, they're these just moron kidnappers who don't do anything right. One of them is terrified of moths. And um, something happens. Their, um, their victim, their kidnapping victim gets away. And they have to pursue her to this nearby farm. And uh-oh, they stumble basically into the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. It's a great movie. All right. It's really fun. How old is it? The Cottage. Uh, mid, mid-2000s. Okay. I'm going to guess 2007 or so. Did he? Maybe a little earlier. He did a, like when John Landis came back a few years ago, was it Burke and Hare? Yes. And I like that movie okay. too. Yeah. That wasn't too bad. Uh, this It's the really sad scene of like Christopher Lee dying. And it was like right around the time when he did die. Yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I really enjoyed his Alfred. I still want to read the prequel novel that came out that I guess explains mm-hmm. a little bit more about Alfred being the one that sort of trains him. I, yeah. I always love the idea of the badass Alfred. 
like the SAS, like former, yeah. you know. And there's a show of that, right? I just haven't seen it yet. Pennyworth. Pennyworth. Yeah, there's so much DC stuff out there that like I just, I've learned to like, nope, let that wash over. Same. I, I do the same thing. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what it is. I just, because so much of it has been not for me. I've tried mm-hmm. many of those shows and I just, they never hook me. I just, I don't know what it is, but they've, I've never gotten into them. But I love that they exist. Yeah, that's cool. And I know tons of people that love them. Because that would have been stuff I would have ate up when I was 10. I would have dug, you know. Can you imagine having what we have today? All these Disney Plus shows, Star Wars TV. Right. You mean I wouldn't have had to watch ER with my parents and just get real depressed about the American healthcare system? I could have instead watched, I don't know, Hawkeye? Hawkeye the show. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild to think about. Yeah, but I came yeah. across anyway. uh, Tubi has the uh, the 1990 Flash series. Mm-hmm. Do you recall that? Of that course, was yeah. one of those like I had put away, and then I flipped through it and real like like an hour and a half of memories came back. Like, oh yeah, yep. I remember that garbage TV show. Yeah, oh yeah, I watched it for sure. Um, yeah, there are some of those uh, the Hulk show, which I think is fun in its own way. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a soup. Uh, was there a Supergirl show? Like in the 80s? Or is that a movie? I've still never seen it. Have you seen that? I vaguely, I vaguely recall there being a movie. Yeah, I think it's a movie. Um, I think maybe it was going to be a pilot for a show and then they turned it into a movie. Okay. I could be way off. I could be way off. That happened that. quite a bit. Um, yeah. We just covered an Albert Payune movie. He did that um, Captain America. I think that was supposed to be a pilot as well, yeah. right? Or I might be yeah. confusing that with another. It, 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 who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, I, that one's fun. Uh, there's the Punisher movie. Oh, there's all this. There's tons of stuff. But it mm-hmm. was so. It's everywhere now. It's so mainstream now. Yeah. It's just. If it, it was maybe some cartoons when we were kids, and otherwise you're reading comics and then waiting for the next Batman movie, and that's it. Or is it too much? And in 20 years, all of these kids will absolutely hate all of this stuff, and it will. Oh, for sure. You know. That's happening now. Yeah. The the, the backlash is already coming. Mm-hmm. I think. People don't want to hear about Star Wars anymore. I've learned this. Uh, what's the the Patton Oswalt bit about like it's going to come full circle? Like, you know, the hipster kids are eventually going to be like, where's the ninjas? Like, yeah, you know, I wonder yeah. when that cycle is going to happen. Because right now, nerd culture IP, like that's the top. Number one. Yeah. Yeah. And we're yeah. perpetuating it. 100%. Yep. We're part of the problem and I'm into it. I don't know. <laughs> but back to Batman. Yes. Uh, my overall thoughts were I did enjoy it. And my, when I walked out of the theater, I was like, I'm not really sure how I feel. There's so much stuff to digest. It was so long. But I will tell you this right off the bat. The first 20 minutes or so. Excellent. Yeah. I was floored by how it looked. And the whole entire thing about how he can't be everywhere, but the bat symbol, the bat signal is a symbol of, for some people, hope, but others, fear. Yeah. And you've got all these beautiful shots of these dark rooms, dark alleys. Just, he could be anywhere. It's a Michael Myers situation. He could be, in, he could be anywhere. Yeah. And it's great to see, like, the criminal, like, rob the store and then see the thing and go, uh... 
I don't know what to do. He's right. He's got to be here, right? He's around the corner. He's somewhere. That was awesome. Yeah, I love that. And the first, the guys come off the 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 subway. That he comes out and they hear him walking. God, that was awesome. That was like pure Batman. I like that could have been it. This could have been a YouTube video, and that I wouldn't have needed anything else. Yeah, I loved the boots. I loved that he could be quiet when he needed to be quiet, and that when he needed something to sort of spark that intimidation. I loved the spur element of those boots when he would walk up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, how, how do you feel about the suit? I think it's fine. I don't, I, maybe I don't love the, 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 the head part, the cowl and everything. Maybe it looks a little strange, but it does fit. It's number one, it sets it apart. Yeah. Which is fine. And number two, maybe it does fit his frame. Like it's a little more slender. He's not, completely jacked i mean he is in great shape but he's not like he's more what you would think of as a ninja not like a bodybuilder yeah you know what i mean so in reality it probably makes more sense but i I don't know i i i did have a little bit i was like what what is weird i mean do you know like what is it that makes it look different i mean it's something with the curve of the the jaw or something what is it uh he has he has a little bit more of his jaw coming out of his chin coming out. Maybe that's what it yeah. is. You know, because um, Bale had just like that little circle in the last yeah. two that he barely that he barely had sticking out. This, and then also I think the square around the nose, like the stitching that mm-hmm. you see, I think it, it yeah. gives it less of a contour. Um, I wasn't really big on the, the collar at first, mm. but seeing it in action, I think it's my, it's my favorite. It, oh. I believe it makes the most sense in because like you get to the dark night where it's like all right I want to be able to turn my head but let's <laughs> yeah. base it on like a motorcycle helmet but now you have like an apple on a stick like his neck looks really thin and there's nothing there to protect it yeah. and as we know Adrian Brody told us to protect your neck protect your neck so, respect your neck yes so <laughs> we I like the cowl or like the cowl look and then that collar just makes sense as far as protection um plus it gives it this cool detective trench coat yes. look yes and i also that brings up another point that he is so often just hanging out as batman yes around other people around the police just wandering around as batman yeah i, I kind of liked that i thought that was cool it really drives the detective element which is basically what this movie is all about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it works for me. I, I do. I, I think in general, this movie is more scenes of people interacting and, and talking about things and drama happening and less unbelievable comic book nonsense. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, that is probably my favorite. It, it, in some aspects, it is my favorite Batman movie because it is a return to the detective version of Batman and one of my initial impressions was, is this going to be like the Burton Batman? The first 20 minutes, again, it's like it had the Burton vibe to me, like the mask, those the, the Halloween mask, all the rain instead of Burton usually goes for snow. Mm-hmm. But it, it just had that vibe. It just it had a, something else in the music. You know, it didn't have that. Um, it was less blockbustery and more. Yeah, it's. I feel like it's more epic in atmosphere than epic in scope. 
mm-hmm. like to talk about a lot of those like '90s sort of serial killer movies. You know, they sort of yeah. they sort of tried back then. Like they actually did try to light stuff and work things yeah. out like that. And then we jump. We have the Nolan IMAX era and the super yep. bright Marvel era yep. of of not trying. I think the cinematography goes a long way in this one. Yeah, sure. I think that's that's one of the reasons why. I mean, in that area, I would give it a ten out of ten. It's the best looking Batman movie ever. Easily, I love the sets and the environments and the atmosphere in general. Yeah, all those shot again, the shots of the dark hallways and the dark, just the darkness and the old. Everything looks old. Everything feels sort of dirty and dark. That and it's perfect for Gotham. I think it's my favorite representation of Gotham that there's ever been. Period. Oh, absolutely! It it it. The few shots that you get feel like a good um, combination of Batman Begins and then what Nolan did later. Because if I don't want to sit here and knock Nolan's, I know a lot of people are going to sure. do that now. But there's yeah. a huge aesthetic jump from the Begins Gotham to Dark Knight Gotham, big time. Yeah. By just straight up showing Chicago, and then Dark Knight Rises, which is just Pittsburgh, and you're like, "That's not even Chicago." Yeah, yeah um, it really is just Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so the scope of this one, I, I really liked. Like the the train looked good. Um, yeah, the orphanage scene is terrifying. Uh, yeah, that guy. Wa- oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like something out of a Resident Evil game more than the, what we've had. The in flashlight a in the dark yeah. area. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I the look of it. 10 out of 10, for sure. And I like, I think this is sort of what I've been asking for, of like just Batman going up against a criminal. There doesn't need to be all this other, it doesn't need to involve the entire city, although it does by the end. But I don't know. It it seemed less ridiculous, even though it's still very ridiculous. But it just the idea of the crazy serial killer doing his thing, I, I loved it. I, I thought it was uh, I thought it was a really good way to do Batman, just in general, because I don't know. I think of him more as a, or just as much anyway as a detective. So like, if you don't have those detective elements and those interesting mysteries, it's just the guy in a suit punching people, which is fun. Yes, but this has more. Yeah, and that that is the most important element of him. So I think when we miss those yeah. in those other movies where he just became. Yeah, he's still somewhat of a... I mean, he's more of a ninja in the Nolan movies than he is in this one. Yeah. But I think they realize, yeah. like, well, I'd much rather have an intimidating bigger guy who's a detective than either of those things and a ninja. Um, yeah. And he starts to learn that. I mean, the great thing with the door at the club, he shows up as Batman the first time. Oh, man, I love that. So he's got yeah. to fight his way in. Second time, he comes in as Bruce Wayne, and he's let right in. And then the third Straight time, in. he's just able to, like, sneak in. Like, it just, that's actually the quickest way. Let me open the, get him come out and go in. Like, so he'll learn that. Um, I remember as I was sitting there, seeing him fight his way into that club, I'm like, we are getting right to it. This is awesome. Yes. And uh, yeah, it did. It, it did continue that '90s. Like I thought of like Blade, uh, a couple other things where it's just like a fight in a big club. The Matrix. Well, I don't know if there's a fight in the club. There's not a fight in the club, but there's just club scenes. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It just put me in the right headspace, and it was cool to see him in that crowded room in the Batman costume, having to fight tons of people. And okay, 
let's talk about some of the uh, some of the other characters. Okay. What do you think of Penguin? Great. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm a hu- Colin Farrell might be my favorite actor. Really? Yeah. Uh, okay. If only for in Bruges. I love that. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, I was a Miami Vice apologist the week it came out. I know a lot of people were like, "What was this?" So I saw it at the drive-in and I was like, "Okay, it's fine. I, I need to see it again because I have heard this from other people, yeah. and I think I will probably like it more." Yeah, it is. You, especially if you like this Batman. I mean, yeah. It, because this feels more like Heat or a Michael Mann movie than The Dark Knight does, which, right. you know, Nolan said, like, oh, we're just trying to make Heat. You can see it. Um, yeah, I love the Penguin. I love that when you talk about, like, the grounded story, you can still have a grounded story while making it fantastical. Like, yes. And you, you don't need the Oswald Cobblepot element to make a great penguin raw fish yes you no. don't need any of that yeah i'm glad you caught that like it what i was going for like i like returns it's good but let me ask you a question when they handed him that envelope did you think there was gonna be a fish in there no because i did okay. <laughs> that's the first thing i'm like she's slipping him a fish and he's gonna you have a quick little snack no i i was like how ballsy is this guy just straight up dealing drugs in front of him that to me said way more about his character than like yeah, yeah. come on in stop fighting out here because you're ruining the club come on in yeah. here um, that was great and I loved l- later on the car chase uh, him him exclaiming and almost having fun but being like exhilarated and then mm-hmm. terrified so cool and he doesn't need to look ridiculous it doesn't have to be stupid it can be cool yeah and it can be realistic and he they nailed it I don't. I don't know how else to say it. Like he, I, I agree. He was great. And the fact that he loves it so much that he wants like to do a series and has basically said like, I'll come in. And I also love that too. I love the idea of let's talk. Well, I would like to wait for the spoiler reveal thing at the end, the big thing, but the world okay. building, I love the idea that like Riddler's still alive. That penguin is still out there. Like the only yeah. one that really died was Falcone. You know, so you can get these guys that would pop up and that's what a real Batman like those great series will do is they have them pop in. Um, Just like the comics. No one's going to die. Yes. (laughs) Very rarely. But yeah, I loved him. Or if they do, they're coming back. Yeah. Now, Chris did not like. Let me get into his stuff just a little bit. here. Okay. Chris did not like. Falcone. Uh, I thought Falcone was pretty great for this version of him because he needs to be a little bit uh you need to be able to maybe sympathize with him a little bit and he needs to be questionably is he good is he bad before the turn is made for for real before you get the final Mm -hmm. you know everything he's pulling he's pulling from miller's crossing you know he's pulling that like is he should i let him you know i I like that element totoro's really good at being real swarmy. And then on second viewing, it's very creepy, I will tell you. Because you know. Oh, yes. yeah. So it's like, oh, shit. He has no idea. Yeah. Good little old boy in here. A little bit. Yeah. I th- I thought that he was good. Um, Chris did not like Falcone. Um, let me see here. Let me read you just a little bit here. Okay. Um, 
let's see, Chris didn't enjoy the changes to the backstory. This was the biggest mistake in my, I'm reading verbatim here. This was the biggest mistake in my eyes. The Wayne's involvement with Falcone because of political dirt and Martha's psychological troubles seemed more pushing a narrative and not staying true to decades of source material, which to be honest, I've had a problem with almost all the Batman movies for. So basically doesn't like the changes. He thinks there are changes just to have changes. I think the changes make the story better. So what do you think? He wants a, a Thomas Wayne and a Martha Wayne that are as clean gunned as possible. Gunned down in the street again. Yeah. They're as clean as exactly. possible and gunned down that way. Uh, I'm That to me falls in the camp of I'm indifferent as long as it works for that story. I think for this one it works because it, it compounds, it builds on the what you think you're doing is correct may not always be the right way. And if yeah. you have this perfect vision of what your parents are, like it also because he in those classic stories he's always chasing, he's trying to find you know get justice for them, but then also chase how good they are, while yeah. trying to justify like you know beating people to a pulp. Yes. So. Now I did I did sort of feel that a little bit in this movie. I remember near the end I was like, so why is he doing this? His motivation isn't. Now maybe I need to see it again, but he he, he sort of. It's like they just want us to sort of accept that he's doing the Batman thing, right? Or did I miss something? No, I th- I think you're meant to sort of kind of like the way Spider-Man skipped the the spider bite and we didn't get the, you know, great responsibility thing till later. I th- mm-hmm. I just took it as you know that this guy, his parents died, was an orphan, became this. I think you're supposed to build on that a little bit more with the Alfred discussions. And then mm-hmm. especially it, with him in the hospital, like I thought I conquered all of that. I thought I, that's yeah. what I took it at. And then especially at the end when he's doing the narration, which is, I don't want to forget about that, like how great yes. the narration was, um, how misguided he is. So I don't, I think I would rather, much rather have all of the discussion about being misguided instead of the, I'm doing it because of them. Sure. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to argue that it's bad. Yeah. I was just trying to put it together in my mind a little bit of now why exactly because they don't maybe it's there I just need to kind of dig some layers through, through some layers to put it together mm-hmm. you're probably right and you also you you kind of get it through uh, the Riddler interrogation when he's going on you know he was an mm-hmm. orphan but got to live this lavish lifestyle so I, yeah. I sort of appreciated the way that they did it versus a more direct conversation of I thought that part was great yeah, yeah I agree yeah, that I didn't have any trouble with at all. I thought that was perfect. Uh, an excellent way to do that. So, And in general, I have to say I enjoy the Riddler. I like the mask. I've said this the whole time. Uh, I think he was really well cast. Yeah. Very interesting to watch. Uh, you like, like has been said many times, he's a little bit of a Zodiac, you know, killer type situation. Um, I, I didn't have any complaints about him at all. Did Chris leave any notes about that? Because I know he was hesitant on. Let me see. Let me see. I didn't. I'll tell you. I didn't notice the cling wrap really until the second one. It's that funny second. that it's there, and he put through himself through such trouble to have it. Yeah. The actor even. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it's yeah, you have to be looking for it almost to see it. But I and they say in the text chat when he's his followers are like, "Don't forget your cling right. wrap." And that's what made me go back the second time to like, can I really see it? Because the first viewing, I thought it was a full head mask. 
I didn't realize it was yeah. just a face. But I appreciate it. I mean, if you're trying to hide DNA. and It makes complete yeah, sense. And also, yes. if you're thinking about a plan where you need a dozen other guys to be able to purchase the same shit, like yep. you're going you're gonna to hit right. up military surplus. So. No, I agree. Yeah, it does make sense to me. Uh, I do have some, some of Chris's thoughts. Um, my last complaint was the obvious because I've mentioned it a few times before, the Riddler costume. After seeing the movie, I get why they went that way, but it brought nothing to the character. I get he went with that setup to... I get that he went... Uh, hang on. Basically, the followers thing, that's why they set it up that way. Um, but he was just using the same trope that was used by Nolan that he used with his Joker and with the followers and them going to do his bidding proves Hollywood doesn't understand the internet. Uh, I think I would disagree. I think I would as well. I think that kind, yeah. of, I think that kind of thing can happen, does happen. Happened last year pretty pretty publicly. On one particular date, yeah. <laughs> on one particular day. So, uh, but that's just me. Uh, if you want the Riddler to be the version of Riddler that you love, the guy in the question mark suit, I get it. But that Riddler would not work in this movie. No. It would be it would it would make the whole thing ridiculous. It's it's already pushing it in some areas, but that a guy in a in a question mark suit with his little eye mask and bowler hat and a cane prancing around, riddle me this. This Batman would destroy that man. Yeah, that's <laughs> I what, don't. That's what I was gonna say. Like the good Batman villains need to also, like they could their strength can be mentally. Yeah, but they need to have some physical element to make them, like, survive, and his is like turning to, fucking QAnon type dweebs on the internet. Like, what do we call yeah. them? Uh, incels, you know? Like yeah, those those, guys, those are yeah. the guys that are sort of doing his physical aspects, you know? Um, yeah. Which I love. I would much rather have that than everybody just have generic street goons. And I also don't think. Oh yeah, but that's the thing though. I don't think it's like a political statement or a, they're not pushing a agenda, no. I don't think. I think it's, look, this has happened in real life many times. It's, cults are real. That kind of thing is real. The The internet crazies are real. Uh, I, that added a, unfortunately, terrifying layer of reality to this character. Mm-hmm. So... But that's, you know, that's just how I felt about it. I understand wanting everything to look like you remember in the comics and, and, and whatever. And sometimes story changes or character changes can be jarring. But I think to tell this version of the story, I think it was done correctly. Do you, do you remember your response to Ledger's Joker? Like that face, that whole, do you recall being like, I don't know about this. No, I was all totally on board. Totally. I was the right age to I was the right age to just be like, this is it. This is the Joker I've always been waiting for. <laughs> now, my reaction to Joker now is I would kind of like to never see him again or for a long, long time. I don't know about you, but I'm I'm so tired of this reliance on Joker. Let me just give you an example. I was in the theater and there's that spoilers, Joker tease yeah. at the end. It's not a tease, it's the Joker. You can see his face if you look closely. Uh 
there were people in the theater going, it's the Joker. Oh, oh, oh. People go, do you think it's the Joker? Look, look, look. Like people were losing their minds. Right. Because it was the Joker. But I, I think I'm kind of done with Joker for a while. <laughs> I, I agree. There's been a saturation of him, but I consider him as necessary as Alfred. Okay. In a way. So if. Y- yes, I agree with you. My problem isn't really the character, it's the people, the humans that react and love and worship the Joker. Yes, yes. I don't get it. I had a guy, so when I went on the Monday, a guy two seats down from me was going, I wonder how they're going to tie in Phoenix. Because there's no way they're not going to do the Phoenix Joker, right? And his buddy was like, I don't know, I think this is a different thing. And he's like, no, I think it's the same. Like That's why like it's just called The Batman and The Joker. Like I bet, I bet they're that what a leap to me. Yeah, he was like, I bet that's what they're gonna do. Like it makes like the most sense. Like I can't wait to see. It. Like he was a hundred percent confident, oh. and I wish I could have like looked over when Barry starts his little hackle. Like, what do you who do you think that is then? Like, but I was. I'll yeah. tell you at first because like I heard it, and I'm like, okay, it's somebody there. And then with the disc, like the because uh, he's real disfigured. Yep. And I was like, okay, that'd be an interesting take, but also could it be somebody else that we hadn't seen? And then once he said like clown and started laughing, I was like, oh, he's it's pretty yeah. obvious. Like stop overthinking it. Um, and he's even said like that's not a that's not them saying he's the next antagonist. That's just I read that world building. I read they, and, yeah, I read they cut scenes with him out. There was more Joker in the movie originally, yeah. and they cut they cut it out. There was a Basically, Manhunter style, some scenes where Riddler, was it Riddler or Batman? Well, Batman would go talk to him, I guess, and say, hey, what can you tell me about this Riddler guy? I need your help, basically. But they cut that out. Well, hopefully. They, Probably for the better. They make a, when they release a four-hour cut on HBO Max, I'll be able to report back. Yeah. I, I would be interested to see that. In this situation, I would think I would love to sit through that. Yeah. I sat through the Justice League because I was injured and couldn't go to work and had nothing better to do. That was uh, my same COVID week. Like it dropped. Oh, it was so yeah, lucky. I was like, next. You know? <laughs> yeah. And and, the, and I was in that camp of like, yeah, this is obviously so much better, but it's not my thing. Like I, It's still not my thing. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I just don't like mixing that. I hope they never get Battinson and try to squeeze a Superman in there. It you would lose it. I, oh, it doesn't make sense. No. no, this is a Batman world. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. We don't need to. And you know they're going to do it. They're going to cross over. They're going to have Green Lantern show up. I don't know. Something. I mean, I hope they you don't can have like Arrow. They, you know, you can have a few of these guys. What's because uh, he shows up the street level. Yeah. The street level heroes would be fine. I'm not even I mean, big on bringing a Robin in. We don't need one. I, and this at, at this point, the, he doesn't seem like he would have a Robin. Yeah. I don't know. Does is it just me or did what I had? I had had a little trouble getting past. It seems like Pattinson's still too young to be Batman. Or is it just that he looks so pretty that it's hard to think that he might be old enough to be Batman? Think, Does that make sense? Yeah, I think he's just a little bit younger than me, so he's always going to seem young. Yeah, but. Um, 
I think having seen him in like the lighthouse and all of these other things where he can that seem, helped. yeah, it's like I can see because I mean I think I watched a Twilight. I'm I have you know, not had so, that issue with him. I've long said let's forget about that. Yeah. He's he, I think he's a good actor. The, the Twilight thing, I, I'm not in that camp. Uh, I I don't yeah. do those movies, but I also don't think he's somehow a bad because he was in them it's ridiculous no i was i was talking to my wife on the way home because i will jokingly just try to do like a bale voice um or like a conroy like i'll try to just like explain to her like you can't you can't just have the same voice for batman or bruce wayne and conroy always did it the best way like use your regular voice for batman and then pitch up and be peppy for bruce wayne that's easier where Bale was like trying to put on that gruff thing. I'm still in the camp of it makes sense. It's still it makes sense for him to do that. He's the most popular, famous person in Gotham. He needs to hide his voice. Yeah. I think the Snyder they sort of cheat with his modulator. I don't think that's a cheat. I think that's what Batman would do. You really he would have a gadget. Yeah, I think that makes the most sense. Oh, okay. oh how do I disguise my voice? Oh, I don't know. I'll just use his gadget. I use a gadget for to get on, up onto a building. <laughs> I use a gadget to, to whatever. He's a gadget man. He, I think it makes so much sense for him to use a voice changer. I, and it goes back to like Dick Tracy type stuff. Right. I mean, there would be a voice. He would use the, the wrist thing, talk into it and scare some scare a criminal with it. I mean, you know, I think it makes complete sense for him to do that. So I think weirdly that uh, Ben Affleck, that part of it is fully makes sense. His Batman voice is the, maybe the best. Can I agree with you and just put that in the preference camp for myself? Yeah. It, oh, yeah. yeah. But because you're 100 percent right, I can't go. Yeah, it makes sense for him to have a grappling hook, and where would all of those other cables have like come from? Because I I love yeah. that on Batson's gauntlets, like you see the the fibers for the for the grappling hook. Yeah. I can't cool. or I yeah. can't argue that that's great, and then say the modulator is bad. But <laughs> but yeah. uh, there were a few times in this one where you could tell he was having a tough time. Like he really wanted to just lean in and do the like the gruff. It's like I'm hoping that Reeves was like, all right, back up a little bit. Like we, we yeah. can't get you in bail territory here. No, I think they must've learned that lesson for sure. Yeah. And um, the other thing was like, you see a lot of his face. It's maybe too much of his face. Like there's no way these people don't recognize. Everyone recognizes Bruce Wayne. Everyone. Mm-hmm. There, there must be a photo. Someone took a photo and said, oh, wait. But I like that that's just magically ignored. That doesn't bother me. It's just one of those things, like one of those Batman things. Uh, totally stepping to the side, but sort of on, on topic yeah. but with the gadgets. I felt like the gadgets were not too much. They weren't over-the-top, ridiculous, Batman Forever-style things. Right. I loved when he ran down the side of the building. I was like, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That works for Batman. I, that works for me. And I also think that the... I don't even want to call it Batmobile because that makes it seem sillier. It's like, like the Bat car, the Bat Rod, or something. The Bat Rod, yeah. yeah. I mean, even that's. But it just it just seems like a, a cool car. I mean, yeah, it does have the the sort of wings, but to me, it doesn't seem ridiculous at all. I think it's. I think it's my favorite Batmobile. It might be my favorite too. I'm not it's, just saying that because it's the new mm. one. The design of it is not ridiculous. Like you could, see, I could see that car being out there. I don't know. I think there's something to the being able to actually be on the street or be parked in an alleyway that would be important. Like, That's part the of the tumbler would like 
<laughs> like the fucking dude at the end of Batman Begins, like, nice ride. You know, everybody would stop and pull around it. Nice coach. Yeah. Uh, so, I, yeah, I really appreciate it. His traversal overall, I thought, was really well thought, thought out in this. I love yep. that Begins explains, like, hey, this, this polyfiber thing, you put a charge in it, it yeah. straightens out, you can use it as a glider. That's great. I loved the wingsuit element in this. I thought that was cool that he hadn't really figured out. Did you yeah. jump in? Did, I was gonna. He it's it seemed like he was really thinking to himself, "Am I gonna have to use this? Is there any other way? Like I'm not confident in this wingsuit." Yeah. It seemed like he was scared to use it almost, and I appreciated that. Yeah. Like maybe he hadn't really tried it out much, or he had maybe had some bad experiences, but he had no other choice. Yeah. And you have to give yourself somewhere to go. So maybe in the next one, hopefully, if they do update the suit a little bit, you know, because this to me is, I love the way that the suit looked because it's got to fit under those baggy clothes because his, traver- again, it goes back to his traversal. He needs to be able to have the ripaway pants and the coat over everything. Yeah. Park his motorcycle, change in a little shitty restroom, and then get back <laughs> to it, you know? He doesn't have the ability now to just jump off of Wayne Tower and glide over to a place. So maybe that's right. next. Yeah. How did you feel about Wayne Manor being in the tower? Like them not having the that didn't bother me I, at all. I, the I, only issue is would be like you know it would be difficult to disguise the secrecy of Batman. You know, mm-hmm. like it, him being in town would probably make it really difficult to keep it a secret. Yeah, you do lose the one of my favorite elements of Batman Forever, which is the luge that goes directly from his <laughs> office 15 yeah. miles away to the Batcave. Yeah, yeah, you do lose the luge. Yeah, where it would have almost uh, made more sense to just change in the office and then go meet, go meet yeah. her versus, yeah. <laughs> I like that he wasn't afraid to just put a helmet on and ride his motorcycle around and do things. Uh, the amount of Bruce Wayne was minimal, but that didn't. I'm totally fine. It was with just it. enough. I'm to- yeah, yeah, it was just enough. What did you think of Alfred? Not Alfred. I'm sorry. What did you think of uh, Commissioner Gordon? I love them. Well, he's not commissioner. Sorry, he's not lieutenant. A yeah, is he? Lieutenant Gordon. I, I I love me some Jeffrey Wright, man. So, I think he's perfect for this. Oh movie. yeah, he's a perfect Felix. He uh he's my favorite yeah. performance of last year in uh, French Dispatch. Oh yeah, okay. I I loved yeah. that performance. Um, so when he was announced, I was like, "This is this is perfect." And I hope they give him a little bit more to do. He seemed to, the way he would just deliver, like, "Come on, man! Like, we really got to go, man!" I, like it was. I didn't expect those, yeah. but I liked those. They're, yeah, that was a little more flavor that you wouldn't normally get. You know, Gordon's just like, a, I don't want to say Gordon's a boring character, but he's. I liked Gary New Gary Newman. What if Gary Newman was <laughs> Commissioner Gordon? <laughs> what if okay Gary Oldman's Commissioner Gordon or whatever mm-hmm. Lieutenant Gordon he was good because he had this you got a soft, friend in me he says to yeah. Batman every once in a while exactly yeah but this this Gordon was again more suited to this version of the world yeah I loved when he came in at the end at the stadium and just like took charge was asking like who's in charge and it was like ah, I don't know Yep. And immediately just took over. But he does sort of match the... Like, this Gordon could also be in one of those Alex Cross movies or the Silence of the Lambs or one of those 
one of those types of uh, old school serial killer movies. Like he could be the detective. Yeah, it would make sense. I, I and I just think that's that was a necessary flavor. Do we? I don't know if do we get a series with him? Do you think? You think we get like a ten part? Gordon? I would love. I would love to see that. It could be Gordon tracking down. He can be in the Penguin. Yeah, put him in the Penguin mm-hmm. show. On a bed, Jeffrey Wright would do it. Did you see that movie uh, where he's like in Alaska? He's a he's a detective, and there's a missing. I think it's a missing child. No, and he's trying to find. Boy, I should have looked this up. I watched it a couple of years ago. It was I think it was a Netflix movie. Uh, let's see. People like. Oh, is he like a? I think I know what you're talking about. Is a uh, say near dark or something like that. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Let me see. Maybe 2018. Hold the Hold dark. Hold the dark. Yes. Yep. I enjoyed that. Okay. Movie. Have you seen I that haven't. One? I re- remember my parents saying, like, it goes somewhere you wouldn't think. I, like, my mom had to explain it to my dad or something. Um, Your mom's got good taste. Okay. Yes. I love my mom very much. I'm she, just telling yes. you. Well, I can't, next time you see her, give her a high five for me, please. I can't wait. She's got really good taste. I can't wait to watch or talk to about this with her because she was she falls under like the Snyder verse, like uh, no, and they yeah. and my both my parents love the Nolan verse. Whenever my dad gets a new TV, he bumps in the Dark Knight and watches like the yeah. IMAX opening. Like I got to test the my sound dad likes and everything. Those too. So yeah, but my dad was late on those. Like my dad's been late to comic book stuff, so it's been weird. Like I wasn't and I wasn't until I was an adult that he started to even get into that kind of stuff. Right. And I, w- I would be lending him the Batman movies and he was like, these keep getting better. Why are, why did I never watch these? And I'm like, I don't know, dude. They don't, they don't digest entertainment like a, like 60 year olds. They digest it like 20 year olds or 80 year olds. They are either mm-hmm. watching like Perry Mason, black and white reruns. Yeah. Or they're watching like hunger games, the di- divergent stuff. There's like, yeah. it's like, you should be watching like Clint <laughs> movies, but. Yeah, come yeah. on. And now I I will watch old TV like that. We just watched there's a there's a Charles Bronson TV show called Man with a Camera. Okay. It's a black and white TV show from I think it's from the late 50s. Maybe early 60s where he's like a reporter with a camera but he's also super buff, like ridiculously buff and like just has to fight everyone like in every episode. That guy's genes are un- it's just unfair. It's unbelievable. Unfair. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I do the same thing. How did you feel about Pattinson's overall? So we, we talked about it with the, the suit and physique-wise. Like, I'm a big guy, so I always appreciated the, the Affleck big boyness, But yeah. also understand that, like, being lean is much better. Yeah. Uh, I kind of mentioned it earlier, but I, I think I prefer Batman to not be a hulking giant. Right. It helps the fear aspect of it. You know, if you want to intimidate these criminals, I mean, it makes sense to be a giant man, but I've always thought of Batman as more of a ninja, you know, or not, maybe not, I don't want to say a ninja, but like he needs to be able to move. He needs to be able to be limber. He's climbing on stuff, hanging on stuff. Here's my, here's the best example I can give. The Mortal Kombat series. Okay. Look at the original, all the originals through trilogy until basically until they went to 3d. The ninjas are slender just lean dudes. Yeah. And when you go to the 3D ones, all of a sudden, Scorpion looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like body type wise. Yeah. 
It makes no sense to me. And I think a Batman like that would not be good. I, I that leave that to Superman. I don't know. He doesn't need to be. A, he doesn't need to be the Hulk. No, he just needs to be. I think Patton. My whole point is, I think Pattinson works. Yeah, I'm not like, oh, I don't really believe it because he couldn't beat somebody up. Like he's, it's Batman. Yeah, I'll buy it because it's Batman. I don't need this dude to be in the highest weight class. You know, it doesn't matter. Right. I was thinking. So. I wish. I wonder if they tried something with the uh, cape going over the shoulders, which they haven't really been able to. I feel like do in a live action. You know, like yeah. where especially like I can't. Yeah, I can't think of ever seeing that in a film. I wish they could figure that out because that, to me, if he was just standing like that at those crime scenes, I don't think I would have been as bothered by people because people would be like, what is under that? Like, whereas yeah. he's just, he has no problem showing like, yeah, I'm fucking bulletproof. Like, look at all this. I, okay, we have to talk about okay. that. I love the amount of punishment that he takes. Yes. He gets shot so many times. I really appreciate that because, again, realistically, he would be shot a lot. Mm-hmm. He takes that shotgun blast at the end. So badass. I I appreciate him getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. You know, a little bit of that. Same reason I love Daredevil, the show. I love that he's not bullet. He, well, okay. He's sort of bulletproof, but he is not, uh, he's, you know, he's definitely just a dude. And I love yeah. that. But... Yeah, no, I I thought that it was really cool that he got shot so many times. I didn't notice on the first time that he gets like he gets shot uh before the the penguin chase. He's standing there talking to Catwoman and somebody sh- like opens up fire and he like falls over. I at yeah. the first watch I thought he was just kind of hiding cuz then he disappears. It's like, "Oh shit, okay, he actually like he like you said he, he gets shot a lot and falls over a lot." Like <laughs> he can there's a few times where two guys grab him and throw him down so yeah i know exactly yeah. yeah that visual is great yeah oh man but again yeah I, i'm in that camp of like we have that technology to make him not you know he can be bulletproof but he should still feel the concussion and the the impact of that um yeah. what do you think that green stuff was honestly my first thought was the bane venom yeah i mean it has to be what it is right i I, I hope that that is a that's our dig to Bane because I fucking love Bane. Like I want, I yeah. And Bane can happen in this world, especially if you're like, oh hey, yeah. There's this thing that Wayne Tech came up with, blah blah blah. Yes. Shouldn't be on the market. And what do you know? Some guy out there, he's addicted to he it. Synthesized yep. it. Yeah, yeah. He's using it to rob banks and beat up people. Yeah. You better go stop him. Yeah. I think it's I think it's got to be that. I that seems to go a little bit against the grain as far as Batman's character. Do you think he would in general use a performance enhancing drug? I think he would. I think he would uh I think maybe after his reaction to this, maybe he knows not to use it again. Maybe it's like an all, you know, I wonder if maybe it's like an Alfred thing. Like Alfred's like, hey, take this, blah, blah, blah. And he says like, no, no. You know, I'd like that interaction. Like what was that discussion beforehand? And what's the discussion afterwards? Like, no, I I almost didn't stop. I almost killed him. And I can never do that again because. Do you think this version of Batman cares about that? At this point? 
I think so. I think because maybe he, he's learning those yeah, lessons. Because he's pretty adamant about no killing, no guns. Like he, um, yeah, but he's having guys shoot other guys. But I guess they've made their decision. Oh, when he steps out of the way, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm all for no that. that one. It was cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, I always liked in Begins. He he squeezes the one dude's trigger finger and shoots another guy in the foot. I'm like, I'm I'm yeah. all for that. Like, by all means, is that in the the scene in the warehouse? Yeah, when he busts in, it to me it's the best action like of that Batman. You know, he zooms in, grabs a guy, grapples out. He's terrifying. Yes. Yeah, he's like begins. A, <laughs> yeah. a lot of people knocked begins for not being able to see the action, and I thought it worked. It works much. I like begins. A lot. It works much better than the action in Dark Knight, where you're like, wait, why is he getting beaten down by the Joker, and why yeah. is he like he can't take two dogs? Like that's not my Batman. Um, yeah yeah i know what you mean i mean i think i've seen batman begins more than any other batman movie uh maybe more i've probably seen bat i've seen batman begins it's in my top 10 most watched movies of all time i'm sure probably there as well yeah yeah i've seen it so many times again used to work in a video store and i could just play movies and that was one of the movies that i just had in the player i would watch it three times in a shift it's a crowd pleaser it's a yeah. good. It's a good like generic. I, that's a great thing about Batman is it's everybody kind of knows who he is. It may not be your favorite Batman movie, but if it's on, it's fine. And I'm gonna watch yeah. it. And now I'm gonna put in Sahara with Ma- Matthew McConaughey because <laughs> there's nothing more stale. Oh man, yep. <laughs> I don't know why I connect those two together. Like it's, um, I, they must have come out on DVD around, around the same, the same time. time. Like I, I remember just having huge displays of Begins and Sahara. Yeah, yep. I, same though. I feel like I have some buried in a drawer somewhere, some sort of promotional material that has Sahara on it, or maybe it was like an insert. It's something else I had. I'm not sure, but yeah, I don't know why that movie. So it's in there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Well, I think overall, my feelings are pretty positive. I would like to see the Batman again. Um, I don't wonder if there's anything else Chris said that I should say because he he wasn't just negative about it. I want to make yeah, that clear. Does he have positives? That'd be yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. He does. Yeah, I didn't I didn't mean to make him seem like a grumpy a grumpy person. Um, let me just read this first half, and this is uh, this is what uh, Chris said. I just want to start by saying I like this movie. Not loved, but really liked. This was probably the best visual portrayal of Gotham that I've seen in a movie to date. And actually, the visuals for almost the entire movie were stunning to the backdrop of the story. Well, i got to agree with you on that, Chris, for sure. Uh, The movie starts on a fast, violent pace to get you involved, knowing that this is the seedy city of Gotham and never loses that feel throughout. I can say I was pleasantly surprised by Pattinson's performance as the Batman, but disappointed in the direction they took with Bruce. This takes place after two years of him being the Bat, So by his origins, he would have already been back from being taught by the League of Shadows and known the importance of keeping up appearances and would have not been a recluse goth that he was portrayed as. I don't think he's done the League of Shadows. Yeah, I don't I I don't take that as I don't think this bat this Batman did that. Mm -hmm. I think like you said, I think Alfred was his was his mentor. Yeah. So in my world building experiment with myself, I was like, maybe he goes off and trains somewhere for six, five months coming up. And then in that series, like that's where you do the Gordon Penguin show. 
like yeah. you know kind of because yeah. I hate prequels so I don't ever want to go back but I, I you hate prequels I'm not a prequel guy I I hmm. yeah there's very few pre- prequels where I've I've ever like gone back and enjoyed I'm trying to think of prequels that I love I don't know if there are any I mean come on the Star Wars movies are what they are yeah the problem is I was the right age for those mm-hmm. so they're in my DNA forever uh I mean, the most nothing I can do about a big it. Big one recently was uh, Black Widow, and I thought that I thought it, was I fine. Thought it was fine, but I thought it suffered a lot from like, well, I know she gets out of this, and I know she gets out of this, and I know, like, I that's yeah, a big that's thing true. for me. It's like I I know you're gonna make it. I don't care. I took my daughter to see it. And she had no idea, and she was super into right. it. She's nine though, so she but, yeah. but she was like, oh, cool, yeah, yeah. It's it's a bummer that they did not make that five years ago. It should have been 100%. Yes. You're, yep, absolutely. Um, all right, I got more from Chris. Um, Andy Circus was probably my second favorite portrayal of Alfred. Just wish uh, there would have been a little more of him. In my opinion, Colin Farrell stole the show as the Penguin. I think you could argue that. I absolutely agree with you on that, Chris. Um, if you wouldn't, if you wouldn't have known it was him under all that, you would be looking out. You would be looking to find out who he was. Uh, the car chase scene between him and Pattinson was visually amazing. And the part of Batman walking up to the wreck was as iconic as it comes. Again, yes. Yeah. Um, love the fact that we got to see actual detective work, but the fact that he just walked right in with everyone seeing him do it was a little let down of the character. I do admit and agree that it did seem weird, but it also didn't bother me. So I get why that might rub you wrong. Yeah, it is. It does seem weird because normally he's disappearing. And what do you think about that? Oh, he's gone. You know, that that's just the, the Batman thing. But I think this movie was trying to throw some of those things away uh, intentionally or maybe maybe just illustrating that he's not that Batman yet. Yeah. Maybe he will be later. I thought the same thing when he's going you get that first person shot of him going through the hallway and the cops sort of taking him in. I and love I, that I was shot. Like, yeah, why isn't he why isn't Gordon clearing the room out and then he sneaks in or something like that? And I thought, right. no, he doesn't care. He wants you to see there's a guy in a suit, and he, look how crazy yeah, I am. I don't care that you think <laughs> I'm a freak. I don't care. Don't don't do crimes. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to deal with this. Who, any of who this. do you think uh, Chris's favorite Alfred is? You think he's a Michael Goff or a Michael Caine? Oh, it's. I I would think probably Gary Oldman, if I know Chris. Chris, you need to tell right. me. Oh, I thought but he I said Gary Oldman. I thought he said Alfred. I'm sorry. I thought, oh no no no! I'm sorry, Andy Circus. What am I? What am I talking about? I, I no, might have no, no, I'm sorry. sorry. No, I know I did. Okay. You were correct. No, I know I was wrong here. I apologize deeply. Please accept, accept it. Thank you. Um, no, sorry. I think his favorite Alfred. Boy, it's. I mean, it probably is. I'm going to say Michael Caine. Okay. I think it's Michael Caine. Yeah, I think that's okay. It. Because I had, but we'll find this out. thought yesterday. We're you admitting how much of a Bond guy you are. I mean, we're we're clicking. I think we're either coming out of this good friends or enemies. That was my thought. Like, let, let's lay sure. it all out there. Big Bond guy. I appreciate it. When it comes to Batman, we're extremely lucky with the casting that we've gotten. Whether the movies haven't been great, I feel like each. Batman actor 
Bruce Wayne actor has been really good, even for that movie. Like George Clooney, they've all got something. Is pretty yes. good. It, his movie is fucking bonkers, but he's pretty good. <laughs> his Bruce Wayne is excellent. Yes. So we're super lucky that way, and we are also super lucky with our Alfreds. Like it, could, yes, it absolutely sucks. There hasn't been a bad no, one, and it's there's not it's been a bad great. one. I like we should. Be, we're so lucky when it comes to that with Batman. I think even the TV show guy is good, and I haven't even seen that show, but I know that's a, he's good. Yeah. Uh, there's not a bad one. Mm-hmm. You're right. Uh, what did you think, of Catwoman? Oh, she's great. I thought so yeah. too. Chris didn't like her uh, mask. It the mask and it just seemed weird compared to the the suit. Seems so. The, the suit makes it look like she's going to have the goggles. Yeah, I agree with Chris on that. I I don't hate. That's the thing. I'm not going to get all bent out of shape because I didn't exactly love the mask. I. I didn't love the mask, but I thought it was fine and it didn't distract me. It doesn't mean that the, this version of Catwoman sucks. I thought she was great. Yeah. And an almost easy fix to that is she has the goggles when she's cracking the safe. And puts them over the... Well, yeah, she's exactly. got that hole. And then the yeah. rest of the time she's like, I'm not cracking the safe. Why am I wearing fucking goggles? Like, yeah, t- totally fine. Exactly. Yeah, they should have just been up on the head. Yeah. Maybe. You know, I've seen her like that in the comics and, and the games and stuff. So. But I thought she was great. I thought yeah. her arc makes total sense. Um, yeah, and she had more dimension than ever before. Yeah. Now listen, there's one Catwoman who will always be my Catwoman. As a young man, yep. very informative in many departments. Mm-hmm. However, this version has way more dimension and is, I, I think, will be hard to beat ever for Catwoman. Yeah. And she is a supporting character in this movie, whereas Batman Returns, it's her fucking movie. Like, Batman yes. is the supporting character there. Yes. So, she, and the the depth that they gave her on this was great. And she could have dropped it. Sadly, whether it's male, nerd, whatever, I think she had the biggest pressure on her because oh. of who she's playing. And so I thought she did an excellent job coming coming through all of that. And then there's a lot of people that said like, oh, the wokeness of her saying like white privilege. And again, it goes back to the internet era. Like it absolutely is white privilege. Like we have to acknowledge that in this world. Like and it needs to start working its way into this fiction. Uh-huh. Because that's... Don't, it doesn't bother me yeah. at all. And it also wasn't... It, it's. I think it's fine to slip that in there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You, they're not the whole movie isn't that's not the point of the whole movie mm. it's no i i don't know that stuff doesn't bother me at all that's good when sometimes when it's way too so like um i just don't like and this is with anything sometimes when you're tr- trying too hard on your message it fails because it's like we get it and i can only think of one example in this department um was it black christmas the newer the newer one have you seen that? No. I think it was Black Christmas. They just, I, they just, I just thought it was a little too, it was just too on the nose. It's not that I disagree with the message at all. I just, I think it hurt the movie that they were just, it was like eye rolling. It was just lame. Yeah. You know what I mean? I felt that way they, with they didn't, Texas Chainsaw. They didn't have the maturity. They didn't have the maturity to tackle the subject, I think yeah. is what it was. So, but that's just me. Maybe, maybe some generation will see it and go, oh yeah, okay, great. And And I like, and I do appreciate that that, is there mm-hmm. because I agree. I think we need that. 
So no, this is not this does not hurt the Batman <laughs> at, at mm. all. I'm good with it. And it, also, this Batman takes place in modern times now. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's a that's a part of this world. So doesn't bother me at good. all. I support it big time. Just to be clear. Yes. <laughs> oh, I, on our show, like we constantly have to because we're watching shit that does just not age well. Yeah. We often have to be like, hey, we make a joke out of it, like, hey, this is bad. Guys, don't do this or we like know. we don't appreciate yeah. this or hey, I might be pretending to do this voice, but I don't appreciate this guy's politics or whatever. So, yeah, I, I yeah. have to walk on eggs. But at the end of the day, and, yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, we're just watching movies to have fun. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I, I know like my Charles Bronson movies are a, a little out of date. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched uh, Kinjite. Okay. Have you seen that one? No, it's on the list though. I just... It, it's on Amazon okay. Prime right now. It's kind of hard to get other times, so I would recommend if you can watch it soon. Okay. If you care. Um, it It is... Um... <laughs> It doesn't have very many modern sensibilities in any department whatsoever. Did you? It's rough. Have you seen the Messenger, or Messenger of God, or something like that? Messenger of Death. Messenger of Death. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Talk about a movie that does not respect tone at all. That I was not aware of what I was getting into at the opening of that movie. (laughs) Have you seen? This is just to go back to Bronson one more time. Have you seen this guy that does? Bronson now? The like it's Polish like, guy or Ukrainian yeah, guy? Yeah, like Bronzetti yeah. or something they call him. I think that's right. How weird. Have you watched any of his movies? No, but I've seen like the mock-ups and or, like trailers of things and it's like, it's yeah. uncomfortable. It's weird. But it comes from the Attila the Hun thing, right? Like he... I don't know. Like I guess Bronson had like a bunch of his traits. Like he's one of like the, you know, 60% of humanity that has the Attila the Hun so it's like, okay, I yeah. guess maybe this dude just looks exactly yeah. like him and it's also jacked. How weird. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Does he have the little uh, kissing oh, fish? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's got it all. There's no question. And the movies he's in are Bronson. Man, movies. I wish somebody I mean, would just have just said, hey, Chuck, you look great. You just got to fix that little. That's the <laughs> one thing, man, that just I can't. He he doesn't have it in some oh, yeah. movies, but most of the time he's got it, and it's he doesn't have the face of a leading man. I don't I don't understand it, is it but I love great it and like so majestic much. where he he'll touch it like he actually like kind of yes. Hey, say who's gonna get these melons? Yeah. That still might be my favorite. So the action is so good in Mister Majestic. Mm-hmm. The, all the stuff in the truck near the end and the fight when he jumps through the window, so right. good, and it's all real. There's no nonsense. It's all real. His just no, he just is so unafraid of that mob hit guy. Like, I wish really I had good. cojones that big, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you feel that it's real, too. I do feel that it's real. Mm-hmm. <sighs> big time, big time fan. Chris got any more anyway, notes? I don't think okay. so. I think that's about All it right. for Chris. So, I think we've, I think we've done Batman. Yeah. We don't normally do ratings on this show. We do, would you recommend it or not? Okay. And I think I would recommend it for sure. I mean, no question, I would recommend it yeah. uh, to, to pretty much anybody. I mean, if you're a Batman fan, you need to see it. If you're a fan of detective movies or um, 
just like dark serial killer stories, you should probably see it. I, I echo that. Absolutely. I think if you've watched any of them, this is a must. Um, don't be, yeah. I don't say, don't be dissuaded by the, the runtime. Personally, I, I don't, it didn't, I, I think thought it, books, it would man. be a problem. Yeah. It was not a problem. Where would you, if, if you had to, if I force you to do this, uh, where would you put this in the Batman pantheon? Maybe we don't need to name them all, but for example, where do you put it? If this movie was to be snuck into the Nolan trilogy, where do you put it? I know that's a hard question. It is a hard question because I, I absolutely respect the Dark Knight, but I always preferred Batman Begins. I thought just the tone, Gotham, I prefer the suit. I prefer that that bigger, bulkier suit. I know it doesn't... Fear Batman. Yes. Like Batman as a demon man. Yeah, and then... <laughs> I love that. The more I... If I go back and I revisit them, Begins always gets better, and The Dark Knight always drops. There's always something where I'm like, that is off. That action set piece is off. The fighting is sort of... Dark Knight, it goes a little too long. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, they like sort of cross... There's a really good... Uh, YouTube video where a guy describes like you cannot compare Michael Bay and Nolan as action directors like you can compare like everything else because Nolan's way better but Bay as far as like knowing that this guy's going to go over here and does and this guy analyzes the the chase scene like the armored car scene in the Dark Knight and points out all these yeah. problems and then I watch it and I like I couldn't you can't not see them every time you watch it um, yeah. and then Dark Knight Rises like sh- almost shouldn't have been made should have been made by somebody else i know it was kind of rough to go back to that you know yeah, they say they it, it, you're right it almost doesn't need to exist and maybe shouldn't have yeah. but the the 8 year gap thing really is such a bummer uh reclusive batman well he's not even batman anymore yeah. although this is another thing that batman could have turned to something like the venom or whatever but instead chooses to like wear a you know, like a reinforced suit. Yeah. You know, he's, 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 his body is broken, but he, he uses gadgets once again to like make himself able. Yeah. It's, he doesn't, he doesn't use the drugs. It's almost like my main overall problem with the Craig bonds in the, like he's barely bond and then he's old bond. When, when is he gold bond? Yes. (laughs) Medicated powder. They would all need that. You know Bond is you. Oh, even Batman. He's using so much Gold Bond, trying to get. We got that suit on. Mm-hmm. He needs Gold Bond like you wouldn't believe. Well, especially I mean, in No Time to Die, I couldn't be in those humid temperatures without <laughs> powdering some certain crevasses. Uh, <laughs> but the yeah to say, I don't know the Nolan Batman. He goes from he's seven years missing. Now he's here. He's Batman. Like the next year he gets the Dark Knight and then he's gone for eight years and then he does Dark Knight Rises. Like you don't really get that gap of appreciate. You know, somehow the Burton Schumachers, you feel like, oh, he's been Batman for 10, 12 years. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to put this at least on par with the Dark Knight. I don't know if I would. And I can enjoy both of them. You know, I would. This to me is the so you it's think casino, it's the Casino Royale. I don't think Batman Begins is the Casino Royale. Like I know they came out at the same time, and there's a lot of discussion about one 
relaunches the other, but. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying Batman Begins is first, right? Or are you saying Batman Begins is second? I think Batman Begins for me currently is number one. Number one. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. So Batman Begins, then we have a tie between Dark Knight yeah. and the Batman. And, and then we have Dark Knight Rises. And then we've got 89. Oh, okay. And then Forever is like kind of, it's like a sub of that. Attached to. Yes. Yeah, at the bottom. That's probably the top five. And I absolutely know that Batman Forever could easily be bumped out by any of them. Like, But that's just, I just love it every time I revisit it. I'm, How dare you have an opinion? Yeah. Or you loving something, yeah. Saying things like this. Hell, I'll put sixty or what sixty six up there. Like I love Adam West Batman. Like of that's course, me too. One of the funniest movies ever made. It's so good. You, what does he say? Like you, you just can't find anywhere to put. Some a bomb days you these just days. can't get rid of a bomb. Just, you say- <laughs> the, the, my favorite joke in that movie is they're going to the elevator to go up, and he uh, translates all of the different languages because they're at the UN. And he just goes up, 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 and reads like all seven languages before he hits the button. It's it's great. To find the English yes. one? It's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. So, I, so good. Yeah. But I also, I, I just want to, again, I want to defend Chris because I feel like I maybe talked a little trash. Right. But Chris, your opinion is fully accepted Absolutely. and valid. So I, I don't think you're wrong at all for saying what you liked and what you didn't like. So, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that will agree with Chris. And so, and that's, you know, but we like these things for the reasons we like them and nothing matters anyway. So let's, you know, let's just move on. (laughs) There's a happy medium. I mean, when Ledger got to do Joker, everybody said, fuck that. He's not Nicholson. And then when Nicholson Mm -hmm. was Joker, everybody's like, no, he's not Caesar, you know? So he doesn't have a painted over mustache. That he refused to share. Yeah. So again, let's be lucky. Uh, let's feel grateful that we've got great Batman, great Alfreds, pretty great Jokers. There's one that could just go go away. Was, I, is this the Gotham Joker? No. Or are we talking about in movies? In movies, the Gotham Joker. Could they? They couldn't even call him Joker, right? When there's some weird. I I, I, I don't know if it's that they couldn't, but they didn't. Okay. I, th- I believe there, something about him being young and then looking 80 years old in the makeup. It, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they were going for disturbing, they nailed it. Um, no, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm true. in the Leto camp of like, get out of here, dude. Like the oh, ICP. Yeah. I knew that's what Joker. you, were, what you okay. were talking about, but I was also, yeah. Yeah. We don't need his, that Joker needs to go. Yep. I don't get that at all. That's where the problem really started with me when I realized I was not a fan of the Joker anymore. Right. And then I agree with you though. Absolutely necessary. Batman villain, a hundred percent necessary. Mm-hmm. We need him for Batman. He is just as much a part of Batman as Batman is. And, uh, I just, let's just have some time away. Yeah. That's all. That's all I'm asking. Little absence. Make the heart grow fonder. But it, it really would be cool if he was the lector of this universe that he just well, they were going. In, you know, they literally yeah, filmed it, I, and they gotta, they didn't put it in the movie. See this, come on, Reeves. I bet we'll be able to see that. Yeah. Although I don't know if they want to reveal the Joker makeup yet. Maybe they maybe they had some reservations about that. I don't know. He said. Uh, I, he said his thing is oh, like uh, he uh, has a deformity where he's always smiling. It's That's a genetic his, thing he was born okay. with. Okay. So yeah, he said he was inspired by elephant men. Okay. 
for this version of the Joker. So interesting. And you can kind of see it, you know, in the movie a little bit. It's very dark, but you can kind of see the outline of the smile and the face looks kind of crazy and Joker-like. It looked, to me, it looked like, uh, like, uh, Joker post-Venom uh, toxin or whatever. The yeah, sort of like that. Or like, just, I mean, just like your basic, uh, killing joke Joker. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's what he looked like, you know, with, with the big old smile. I liked the hair profile. I liked the. Yeah. I like a big. I liked Ledger's like back greasy punk hair, but I prefer. Yeah. I prefer when he's got a little pompadour to kind of balance the chin and the yeah. smile. So, yeah, I do quote that Joker a lot. A lot of times when, for some reason, the phrase "You ought to know, you bought it," <laughs> that comes up so much. <laughs> I have so many reasons to say it. Well, all right. I think we've done Batman. I think we've done him a, a great service. And uh, yeah, so where can people find you? Where can people find the show? Uh, you can find us on uh, at Twitter, uh, Five Day Rentals. Um, we sh- we post weekly. Um, we j- as of this record. When will this drop? Later today. Oh, later today. All right. Um, yes. We just uh, released uh, our two day rental special. So every once in a while, we'll watch a more modern movie. That uh, mm-hmm. to try to stay relevant, but we covered uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, we had the biggest Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan that we could think of on the show. So um, you can find that anywhere. We're on Spotify, Apple. So, but listen to this show. Go back and, and listen to this show. I've I've had no I've, listen. To I've that had show. fun uh, going back the last few weeks since you invited me on taking notes. About like oh you didn't need to take all of notes? like your Batman thoughts. I was like I'm gonna be ready for like what they're saying. Um, <laughs> this would have been a completely different show if Chris okay. was here for sure. Uh, and I apologize, but his, there was no way to. Oh, it happens. He could not have. Well, been, I hope yeah. I hope I do Chris proud. You know, I hope I hope people still enjoy. Oh, they okay. Will. I hope so. They will or else. All right. Uh, <laughs> you can get me on Twitter. It's at dkreft. I just put out uh, a short four-track EP of instrumental sort of goth metal synth thing based on Salem's Lot, the movie Salem's Lot, it's particularly the movie, not the book. That Why that matters, I don't know, but uh, it does for some reason. I, uh, and, sorry, uh, I worked oh. out the other day to your Volo. Uh, oh, the Dracula yes. one? Yes. <laughs> uh, was it Wolfgarden or whatever? That's a good. That's yeah. a good. That gets a good pump, man. I oh, had a man, good time thanks. listening to that yesterday. Yeah, because I saw your link I for the Bandcamp Friday, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I need to listen to his stuff." So I appreciate. Yeah, man, that. I, I like heart, like dark, heavy synth. So it worked out. Yeah, it's my it's my All jam. Right. Oh, thanks, yeah. man. Uh, yeah. Other than that, check out my other show, Sound Idea, and uh, have a great two weeks. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for being here.